You're going in for spine surgery. What questions should you be asking? Here to answer that question and more is Dr. Scott Bowden, Professor of Orthopedic Surgery at Emory University School of Medicine and Director of the Emory Orthopedics and Spine Center at Emory Healthcare. Another in the podcast series, Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. Here's Bill Klaproth. Dr. Bowden, thank you for your time. So asking questions before surgery has immense value to the patient, and I imagine the surgeon as well as it helps to have a well-informed patient. Is that correct? Absolutely helps to make sure that there are realistic expectations and to confirm that uh, surgery is the right next step for a patient. A lot of times people just assume or we're told somewhere that that's what they should be doing but it's really important to actually make sure that you're at the point where surgery is the best next step. So when surgery is the next best step and it's going to happen, let's talk about questions to ask pre-surgery. What should they be asking you? Well, uh, an important you know, question is, what is the likelihood that this procedure is going to help my problem? Uh, and similarly, uh, it's really important to make sure that the surgeon understands what your most bothersome symptoms are. A lot of times people have some combination of back pain and leg pain or neck pain and arm pain, but actually going into detail about which is the more bothersome symptom can often uh, better uh, match the planned surgery and the, and the a likely good outcome. So you're setting that expectation right up front then, is that correct? So the person really understands this is the right procedure to take care of my bothersome symptoms. Absolutely. And there are some problems that spine surgery 97% of the time is going to be able to solve extremely well. There are other situations where it's not a sure thing. Uh, and in those cases, usually surgery is the last option, not the first option. But it's really important to get a sense of what's the likelihood of success. Yeah, that's really important. So when it comes to the surgery itself, what question should someone be asking you? Well, I think that the first basic thing is to make sure you understand what's being done in simple terms. And usually that is some combination of either unpinching nerves or stabilizing the spine. Uh, and it could be one or the other or both of those. But most every spine operation is usually doing one or both of those things. So unpinching nerves and stabilizing the spine. So make sure that you understand that. What about recovery and after surgery? Yeah. And you know, some spine surgeries, you're going to be up and walking and, and walk out of the uh, operating room as an outpatient surgery or, or almost Band-Aid surgery. And in other cases, you may be in the hospital three to five days, uh, maybe in a, in a res uh, significant restrictions from bending, twisting, or any heavy lifting for very variable periods of time after the surgery, ranging from weeks to months. So depending on what kind of work you do and your activities, it's really important to understand what your activity restrictions are going to be immediately after surgery and how long they're likely to be in effect. Yeah, I could see where that's really important, and especially when it comes to the back. You said this could be uh, several weeks, if not more, and maybe asking the question, am I going to be able um, to care for myself or will I need help? I mean, those are probably good questions to ask as well. Yeah, that's a very common question, along with am I going to be able to go up and down stairs? And in most cases, if people are able to do those things before the surgery, uh, they're probably going to be able to do them afterwards and certainly within a week or so after surgery. But people who have significant either weakness or other problems or mobility constraints before surgery, um, 
you know, they may not instantly be normal after surgery, and they're more likely going to need some help uh, in, the, in the period immediately following the procedure. So spine surgery can be nerve-wracking, just thinking about that in very delicate areas you're working in. What about risks and complications? What questions should people be asking you to fully understand what's happening? The interesting thing about spine surgery is everyone always worries about what are the chances I might get paralyzed or something like that. And, and that's, that's almost as unlikely as being hit by lightning, meaning we know it happens. Most of us have never seen it happen ourselves. But we know it, it happens every now and then, and if it does, it's a big problem. Uh, and so the more common uh, risks and complications in spine surgery are related to anesthesia, going to sleep and waking up, things like blood clots, heart attacks, strokes in older people. Um, it's not, it's not the, the thing that people most often worry about, which is related to spine and nerve function. Well, that's really good to know because I think that is the overwhelming perception. Oh, my gosh, they're operating on my spine for my lower back problems or my neck problems. Oh, my gosh, am I going to get paralyzed? So as a person that suffers from back problems, Dr. Bowden, I'm very happy to hear you say that. Okay, so how about follow-up visits and long-term prognosis? What kind of questions should people be asking you about that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's important to know how often you're going to need to, to be followed up. For some things, it may be one post-op visit a few weeks after surgery and then one check at a year. Uh, for other things, it may be more frequently if you're monitoring the progress of bone healing or wanting to make sure that metal screws or cages are staying in place while the body heals bone if it's the case of a fusion. So it really depends on the operation. Uh, and so everyone has to ask that question unique to their situation. And how about medications after surgery, even prior to surgery? What should people be asking about that? Well, if, you know, any medication that's going to cause an increased risk of bleeding or affect blood clotting, like blood thinners, anti-inflammatories, uh, and a number of other medications uh, that have that effect, are, are usually needing to be stopped prior to surgery uh, and delayed in terms of restarting after surgery. The other thing is some of the arthritis medicines, the anti-inflammatories, can affect bone healing. And so in somebody that's having a bone fusion, some surgeons will want them to stay away from those medicines that could affect bone healing for several months after surgery. Dr. Bowden, I'm just thinking about this. I know you do get a lot of questions, but do you ever say to yourself, boy, everybody asks me this question. What they should be asking me is this question. Do you, what would that question be that people should ask you, but they don't? Well, I think there, there are probably two questions. One is, uh, you know, do I really need to have this surgery? Uh, sometimes people get told they have to have surgery when it's really, in most cases in spine, it's an elective decision, and it's a matter of the patient balancing how much the impact it's having on their daily activities and function uh, versus what they would want their situation to be. A lot of people, unfortunately, you know, look at MRI scans and carry these diagnoses with them and immediately sort of go down the path of surgery. But it's really important to, to make sure you ask the surgeon and ask yourself, do I really need to have this surgery and do I need to have it now? Uh, and so that should be a conversation that hopefully a, a potential surgeon could guide you through if you were a patient. The other way to start to get at that is what happens if I don't have this surgery now? Sometimes people are told that they have to have a surgery or they're scared into it because they might get paralyzed, and that's extremely rare and extremely unlikely. So it's important to get a second opinion if somebody is telling you that, and really just to make sure that you've considered all of the viable options to surgery and that 
the, the likelihood of success of surgery, of relieving the symptoms that you're most concerned about, is high, and the risks and complications are low. That, that's the ideal situation if you're contemplating surgery. I love that answer. Those are two great questions to ask. Do I really need this surgery? And what happens if I don't have this surgery? That is excellent, Dr. Bowden. And if you could wrap it up for us, what other question should you be asking your surgeon? Uh, I would say probably the most important question would be, have you ever done this before? <laughs> that would be a good question. That would be good to know, right? If this is your first time or your 958th surgery, that would be a good question to ask. You don't want to be the first or the last. <laughs> That's right. You want to be in there somewhere, you know, right in the prime time. Dr. Bowden, thanks for spending some time with us. For more information, please visit emoryhealthcare.org slash spine. That's emoryhealthcare.org slash spine. You're listening to Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.